Let's go talk about the Big Ten schedule release. They just moved it really fast. Yesterday, around 4.30, they released it. Clayton Safey, one of our Michigan insiders from the Wolverine.com. He is standing by on the roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, Clayton? I'm doing well. Yeah. Uh, when the when the schedule came out, because there was a leak, I think Brett McMurphy had something that Michigan would play at USC and UCLA at home, but then the rest of it came out knowing that they have Texas on the schedule. I'll tell you what, uh, you know, I hope J.J. McCarthy sticks around for 2024 because uh, that, that might be one of the toughest schedules on paper I've ever seen for a Michigan football team in the regular season. Yeah, it's almost like maybe the Big Ten was trying to punish them for their weak non-conference schedules over the last couple of years. I joke, but who knows? Um, yeah, and, and there's going to be some high-profile matchups here. You mentioned Texas coming to the Big House. That could be a J.J. McCarthy-Arch Manning battle, which would be really, really fun to watch. And then at USC, Michigan's first road game at USC since 1957. They'd have UCLA coming to town. They haven't played them since 2000. Um, Ohio State on there, of course. But Wisconsin coming to town, Minnesota coming to town for the Little Brown Jug. Uh, Michigan's two protected opponents going forward, not just in these two years that they've released Ohio State and Michigan State, pretty obvious, makes a lot of sense. Some people thought potentially Penn State would be on there, but I think and Penn State's the only team not to have any protected rivals in this, and I think that, that makes sense. They don't totally have that one rival that, that makes sense. They joined the Big Ten in the 90s, you know, obviously um, – they they don't have as much history with some of these other opponents, so they're gonna they're gonna kind of be flexible and, and do this in two year windows. It seems like, which I think is smart. Uh, no divisions means that we could get Michigan Ohio State two weeks in a row, and probably will at some point. Uh, considering it seems like this model is going to be what it's going to be going forward, so that would be something uh, that would be interesting. And uh, as we've talked about quite a bit, I feel like over the last few months too, twelve team playoff coming up in college football so yeah you may not win the big 10 it's going to be really hard to do with usc ucla coming in um you know with the fact that the divisions are gone so you're not going to necessarily play a west team in the big 10 championship game the big 10 east is eight no in those games but you can still get in the playoff you could still win a national title so it's going to be a little bit closer to basketball in my opinion where yeah you may not win your conference but in the regular season is going to be a totally different thing than the playoff as long as you can get in um, but some really exciting matchups coming up in 2025. The same thing. They go at Oklahoma in the non-conference and then uh, have some exciting matchups. Penn State back on the schedule and uh, Michigan State on the road, things like that. So should be exciting. Um, you know, I'm going to miss the divisions a little bit, but it seems to be the way to go. And every team, too, huge, is going to play every other Big Ten team within two years, at least once. That's something the SEC cannot say. They just stuck with eight conference games. You're gonna, they're going to go years without playing some other teams. So, in theory, I, I you know I'm pretty happy with with this model. Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan, talking about the Big Ten, done with divisions, conference opponents announced for 2024, 2025, and I think why they did this so far out is that it really elevates the status of the Big Ten when you inject USC and UCLA into those schedules. I agree. And I think, too, so the way they're kind of doing it with a lot of teams, a lot of the schedules I've looked at and I haven't counted them up, uh, but it seems like you play one West Coast team per year. Um, And it seems like with Michigan in 2024, they got them playing both, and then neither of them 
in 2025. So I think they want to get off to a strong start when it comes to TV ratings. Uh, you know, just a, just juice in some of these matchups that first year with those two teams coming to the conference and with the new TV deal. So I think they want to start out on a strong note. They know Michigan draws. They know, uh, you know, they can get that LA TV market as well. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to be fun. You know, it's going to be different. Uh, it was funny. Uh, Tony Petiti, the Big Ten commissioner yesterday was on BTN uh, talking to those guys about the schedule release. And he said, you know, we want to uphold history and tradition in this conference, you know, talking about the rivals. And I just thought it was funny given that they're also welcoming in two teams from the West Coast. Uh, but this is the way college football is going. I mean, Texas and Oklahoma are going to be in the SEC next year. There's going to be further expansion. So the Big Ten has done a pretty good job, I think, of, you know, staying ahead of the curve. Uh, it was a little reactive probably to Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC. But I think they've done a solid job of positioning themselves well as we kind of enter a new era of college football. Clayton Safey for the Wolverine.com talking about Michigan. Their 2024 opponents uh, on the road will be Illinois, Ohio State, Rutgers, USC, Maryland, Michigan State, Minnesota, UCLA, and Wisconsin at home. That will be for 2024. And then in 2025, Michigan will have away games at Indiana, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan State, Nebraska, and home games against Northwestern, Ohio State, Penn State, and Purdue. So, yeah, it kind of equals out from 2024 out of 2025. The elimination of the divisions, I, 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 don't, I don't know long term because I'm looking at this and I'm seeing Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan State still on the schedule is that good for Michigan to have Penn State and Ohio State both as protected schools in terms of just how tough those programs are when you're mixing in uh, the UCLA's and the USC's? Well, Penn State uh, is on that 2025 schedule, but not on in 2024. And then you don't have USC and UCLA in 24. So I think it kind of evens out. Um, you know, like we said, Penn State is kind of that team that's, you have your protected teams for two years, but that's going to change after the two years for them. Uh, maybe they'll pick up a rival that they have going forward. So there's flexibility built in in this. Um, you know, it's going to be interesting because you add 16 teams, and I think they've done a good job of making sure everyone plays each other within two years. But there's going to be unbalanced schedules, and they still haven't released what the tiebreaker is going to look like for the Big Ten championship game. I mean, uh, there was somebody on, on Twitter the, uh, yesterday that came out with and basically just looked through the schedules and said that in both 2024 and 2025, there could be three or four teams that go undefeated uh, and some of them not having played each other. So there wouldn't be head to head there, obviously. Uh, and then you have to pick between them. So they're going to have to have a really complicated tiebreaker system. And maybe they'll go to your model of, of the, you know, the committee deciding. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily trust who they would put on there, but uh, that would be really interesting. Um, and I, I, I don't know if I'd expect that to happen, but it's going to be a complicated tiebreaker system. So you could have some frustration there, but then you have this point. Well, you may get left out of the Big Ten championship game, but that may you know give you an extra opportunity to just slide into the playoff and not have to play a 13th game. So I think this model with the way they're going and the way the playoffs has expanded to 12 teams starting in 2024 is actually going to devalue the importance of a Big Ten championship. It's going to be really hard to win. You're going to feel really good about yourself for doing so. But if you don't uh, and you still are in that top 12, you're probably not going to sweat it too much. 
Yeah, and looking at those schedules, you're right about Penn State, not on Michigan's schedule in 2024, but Ohio State and Michigan State are on their schedules for 2024, 2025. Those look like uh, the two protected schools that they could play every year. And one point I did discuss, I think it was with Ballas yesterday, uh, when when the schedule, when the leak came out from McMurphy that Michigan was going to play at USC and UCLA before uh, the Big mm-hmm. Ten announcement when they scrapped the divisions and everything, Clayton. I, I believe that they will follow the playoff committee rankings and the top two teams in the Big Ten from the playoff committee rankings will play in the Big Ten championship. I think that's the easiest way to make it as neutral as possible. Uh, unless they're, you know, a Big Ten coach or AD couldn't, who's on the committee couldn't, uh, you know, vote or something. Uh, but I, I believe that's yeah. the fairest way to do it, at least early, right? Yeah, that that's actually a good point. Yeah, that would be the, and that's probably why they haven't come out with a a tiebreaker because if you were going to go with something that's mathematical or you know, um, and actually, you know, you have step by step. Okay, well, if they still tie at this, then you go to the next step. Uh, then they probably would have already released it. So you're probably right about that. And it might be the way to go. Uh, but then it's interesting, too, because it's like, let's say you have, like last season, two versus three, Michigan-Ohio State. Then they play two weeks in a row. Uh, you know, one team could lose two in a row or they could split. They could both lose seeding uh, in the uh, college football playoff rankings, potentially. Uh, obviously, depends on what happens, happens elsewhere. So you may actually get dinged a little bit for making that game, but uh, at the same time, you want to win a Big Ten and, and all that, but uh, it's going to be just a totally different world starting in 2024. We get one last year of uh, the semi, you know, it's not a pure sport by any means, but, uh, you know, a little more traditional this fall, and then uh, we're jumping into a completely different world. We're going to be out in at the L.A. Coliseum, you know, covering a Michigan-USC game in September, October, or November. Uh, I hope it's November for the weather's sake, uh, you know, getting out of the, of the out of the Michigan weather, but it's just going to be completely different. Uh, pretty exciting. I think some of us, though, that like the tradition, you know, don't love the way things have headed, but uh, you got to embrace it. Yeah, 2024, Michigan, Ohio State will move away from the holiday Thanksgiving weekend to the weekend before where it used to be old school. The conference championship games then will be on that Thanksgiving uh, weekend. And you mentioned Michigan, Ohio State possibly back to back. With the regular season game and a meeting in the Big Ten, how about three in a row if with the playoff committee seedings, the expansion to 12 games that both Michigan and Ohio State made it, they can meet three times in the same year? <laughs> right? That would be absurd. That would be absurd. It could happen. It happen. It's not it crazy. No, it's not crazy. Or, or you know, yeah, because there are multiple possibilities. All right, so all right, let's, go, let's do it here. There, there are two ver- we'll go off of last year. And say last year was 12 games. So that's two versus three. Uh, obviously, uh, the last game, then Michigan wins. Ohio State uh, made the playoffs. Okay? All right. Yep. So, um, but now, say it was this championship game format. That would have been Michigan-Ohio State and in the, the next week. And then, and then if there's a 12-game format, based on seedings, it could mean again. <laughs> three times in a year. Yeah, and it's not just the first round either. Let's say one of them gets one of those four buys. You know, they could have a game. One of them has a game in between, but they could meet. I mean, there are multiple scenarios, though, where they could play 
three times, and it wouldn't be the most shocking thing of all time if if it happened in the next five, ten years or whatever. They almost met twice this past season. It came down to TCU between TCU and Ohio State. That three seed, obviously, Mm. they gave it to you, but they could have done it last year. Um, You know, then Ohio State wins that. So that's that's the thing, though, too, is it not only devalues the Big Ten Championship with the way things have gone, but, you know, could devalue the the regular season matchup between Michigan and Ohio State if they would have played last year for a second time and Ohio State wins that game, you know, it kind of erases some of the momentum or, or all of the momentum or most of it that Michigan has in the rivalry. So it's it's really, really interesting. And um, we actually could have had this possibility, too, with the two teams meeting two weeks in a row back when it was the legends and leaders, which I know you love. Um, but that obviously didn't happen because Michigan uh, was not in a great place at that time. This could be what we just discussed, or that would be three times meeting within a you know six week period, five week period. This could be the reason that Ohio State Michigan may move off the end of the year. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I don't think immediately, um, but it could happen. Why'd you say yeah? It's not going to happen immediately. Uh, because they've already talked about how in 2024, Gene Smith was on BTN yesterday saying that. Him and Ward Manuel have talked about it, and, and they both agreed that you know it's it's the best thing for that to be a possibility to play two weeks in a row. So it sounds like at least to start here, they're going to continue to play on that final weekend. Um, but I could see a scenario where let's say they start meeting two weeks in a row for a couple years in a row, and maybe the Big Ten and, and both institutions decide that it might be best to switch to another date. We've seen multiple rivalries over the years that used to be played on a certain date, move around. Michigan-Ohio State is a little, um, you know, more of a, a tradition. It's kind of a staple on that last weekend, so I think it'd be really tough for some people to get there. But if things keep moving the way they are in college football and traditions keep getting, you know, knocked to the side, then I could see it at some point, but not right away. Yeah, Ryan Day laying awake at night since yesterday knowing he could play Michigan three times in a season. If he's still the coach right. in 2024, we'll wait and see uh, what happens this year. Clayton Safey knows everything about Michigan and the Big Ten from the Wolverine.com. Joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Clayton, good stuff today. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you very much. You too.